Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Pastor Bill has, uh, uh, gosh, you've shared here so many times, I can't even imagine. But uh, he's the founder of Be Mosaic, and I'm sure that he'll tell you a little bit more about what exactly Be Mosaic is. But this is a, yeah, this is a Be Mosaic gathering here, here in Richmond, and we're so glad to have Bill. And I'm going to turn it over to you, buddy. Okay. I, I can't remember. Uh, I think I'm actually supposed to take up an offering. Is that right? Okay, I think I can do that. Um, wow. Yeah, it's thick in here. It's good. It really is. Yeah. Wow. Sure. Huh. I just can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Well, just take out your wallets. <laughs> was, that, was that okay? We're going to receive an offering. Just take a drink. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, it's pretty thick in here. The bar is open. The tap is open. Come on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wow, 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 wow. You never, never waste a good drink. Never, ever. Don't drink alone. Don't drink alone. Uh, come on. Go ahead. It's always better to take an offering when people are drunk. Uh, I want to get you really blasted. Then we're going to take the offering. <laughs> uh, 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 drinkers are good givers, amen. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Oh, you, why don't you come up here and take the offering? 
Okay. You know, there are times, you know, there are times when, you know, we're really believing for a specific harvest and, and, and prior to that harvest, we, we sow. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we understand that dynamic of, of partnering with, with sowing and reaping. And there are times where we're really believing for something specific and we know that there's going to be an opportunity to sow or, um, uh, or sowing in good soil or really supporting or blessing something that is wonderful and amazing that God is doing. And this is one of those times. I mean, it really is. This is like a really good time, you know. I mean, like a really good time. Uh, I know I'm not doing a real good job, but, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah. Uh, we're really going to receive an offering. <laughs> Man, I'm really getting embarrassed, almost. I mean, oh, so I'm a, what, what did you say again, Faith? You, oh, make checks payable to harvest. And listen, if for some reason, if I'm not mistaken, you, if you don't have some, you really, and look, I'll tell you what, here, here's something. I did, yeah, I got a thought. I got a thought. I got a thought. And this was something that was provoked from what, what, uh, um, oh man, sorry, I forgot your name. <laughs> Lucky. Uh, 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 uh. Um. Okay, let's try that again. Uh, I mean, I usually do better than this. Um. Often, one thing that, for those that were here today, and often what we'll do is we'll make a decision for something and then we'll ask um, the Holy Spirit to come and bless it. And I'm not dismissing moments like that, but something better than that is to really recognize, well, what is the Holy Spirit saying? What is the Holy Spirit doing? And leaning into that. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit how we should give. Maybe you've never done that before, but just trust him. He'll speak to you. He'll put something on your heart. Let's ask. Let's, let's give with the Spirit. Let's really lean into what he's leading us to do. Yeah, so Holy Spirit, we thank you, yeah, for your presence. We thank you that you are our advantage in everything. Yeah, and that we can hear your voice. We can know your voice. And, Father, we can participate in, 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 in your economy, we can participate in supporting and sowing into, Father, what you're doing in this season, in this time, in this place. And we just thank you for that. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one last thing. If you don't have anything to give tonight, you can go to the website, right? www.harvestrenewal.org as well. And there's a giving tab. And you would just put a note on there. What would the note be? Be mosaic as well. Is that all right? Can we do that? Fantastic. So whoever, wherever the ushers are, 
And uh, could you just, I don't know if anything's going to happen up here. Any special music? We got to dance. I mean, a, you know, a magician or something. <laughs> okay. All right. Fantastic. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really have to pull myself together here because um, I'm going to pass the, the baton to a great friend, a, a, a real blessing and friend of ours and a real gift in the body of Christ. And Actually, I met Joaquin for the first time in 2007 when myself and we, we had a, a group of leaders from South Africa go to the first healing uh, school in Reading, the hem of his garment healing school, and it was just life-changing, absolutely. And, and that's the first time that I met Joaquin and, and uh, just had the privilege of of just really, really getting to know somebody that um, just walks in such a revelation of, of God's goodness and, um, and just made that such a, uh, such a, a primary focus in, in, in his life and his relationships and everything that he did. And, and of course, he's, um, he developed and, and led the healing rooms at, at Bethel and Reading for, I think, six years a part of the Bethel um, um, Activation Ministries. He travels. Uh, he's actually been with us in South Africa as well, but he travels around the country uh, with his wife, Renee, and other two children, and, and just, are, uh, just a tremendous gift uh, to the body of Christ. You know, those of us that really are living present-centered, and it's about bringing his kingdom and the everywhereness of his thereness. I call it the everyone, everywhere, and all-the-time kingdom. And and, and just all of his language and, 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 and all of his activation is designed uh, with that in mind. And it's real, it's authentic, it's powerful. And um, I'm glad we have him here tonight. So could we give uh, Joaquin Evans just a big hand as he comes to be with us right now? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Come on. Ha-ha. <laughs> Jesus. Bill, that was awesome. You, you almost got serious on us at the end there. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Anybody feel like giving Jesus a little bit more praise? Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father! Exalt, 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 We magnify you. Oh, we magnify you, God. We worship your name. Wow. Thank you, Father. Wow. Feels like Jesus in here. Feels like the Holy Ghost in here. Thank you, Father. Wow. They didn't tell me the party was in Virginia. <laughs> I, I would have come sooner. <laughs> oh man, you, you got you got the party going on in here. Wow, that was that worship was phenomenal. 
that was fun. I like being in those worship moments where you're like, something is happening. Like, like the heavens are shifting, the earth is shaking, stuff is happening. Wow, thank you, Jesus. The U-turns and every other kind of turn and upside down and wow, that was awesome. And I don't, I don't know where Brian went, but... Uh, you are not a tame lion either. <laughs> a wild man of God. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Psalm, Psalm 22 tells us that, that he... he, he um, <laughs> Oh, man, I caught what you had. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, okay, start over. Psalm 22. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this could get messy. Woo. Psalms 2-2. <laughs> Psalms 22 tells us that he inhabits the praise of his people. Wow, there it is. <laughs> that, uh, that he enthrones. Uh, that he, that he actually, it actually means that he, that he enthrones or he builds up his throne. He establishes his throne in our praise. Wow, what kind of throne of God is hovering in this place right now? Oh, man. He, he inhabits the praise of his people. And I, I love to tell people all the time that, that if God literally shows up, that he comes and he dwells in our praise, then our praise actually creates a platform for him to come and rest. For him to come and abide. Wow. Wow. So in some sense, we get to choose, you know, how much of God do we want? <laughs> Do we, you know, do we, we want, do we want God who's this big? Because <laughs> we could give, we could give God this much praise. We can give him this much place to come and rest. <laughs> or, or we can get a hold of the God who's out of the box. <laughs> we can get a hold of the God who is, who is outside of our box. <clears throat> and I love, I love what one of our pastors, Danny Silk, says. He says, if you try and put God in a box, you just find yourself in there all by yourself. Because <laughs> God, God can't be confined to a box. We want the God who's, who is out of the box. <sighs> and so we, we get to choose. Like we give God this much praise and create that much platform to Him for him to come and rest, or we can give him this much praise and be on and create that much place for him to come and rest. Uh, and I feel, like that, I feel like that there's a momentum happening in the Spirit right now. Wow. <laughs> and I just feel this word bubbling. That I just feel this word bubbling. I'm like, oh, sometimes God's running so fast you're just trying to keep up with him. So I feel stuff going on. I'm like, I'm not even sure if I understand what I'm about to say, but that's okay. 
<sighs> you know, <laughs> wow. Ruth. <laughs> 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 wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I could I could feel your hunger like a vortex in the room. It's making me feel a little woozy. <laughs> Maybe if I just keep my eyes closed the whole time, it'll it'll be better. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Is it like this all the time here? <laughs> wow. 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 Honey, we're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> wow, thank you, Father. <laughs> wow. I, I like church that's out of the box. <sighs> I, I like it when I like it when it just it feels like him. And we just give him permission. Wow. How many people have realized that God's version of decent and in order looks different than ours? <laughs> yeah. You know, God God does want things decent and in order. His version just looks a lot different than what we thought it looked like. You know, you want to know what God's version of decent and order looked like? If God was decent in order, then obviously where he lives, where he dwells, abides, his home would be decent and in order. Have you ever read about heaven anywhere in the Bible? <laughs> it's a wild, crazy, joy-filled, expressive place of adoration and worship continually under the Father. Ah, wow. Uh, it's where the untamed lion lives. <laughs> it, you know, it's where there's a gold throne and Jesus has eyes of fire and emerald rainbows and thunders and lightnings and sea of glass and beans with multiple wings covered with eyes everywhere, continually swirling around the throne, yelling, holy, 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 and the elders are falling on the ground, throwing their crowns on the floor before him, and he says, yep, this is what I call decent and in order. <laughs> wow, somebody just say, come on, Jesus, today. <laughs> Wow, Father, oh man. <laughs> oh, this famous, uh, well-known revivalist named Ruth Ward Heflin is famous for this saying, praise until the spirit of worship comes. And then worship until the glory comes. And then stand in the glory. 
<laughs> I'm not so good at the last part. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I feel like I feel like there is there's something happening in the atmosphere. I feel like there's momentum um, just uh, just being released in the place, and and I just uh, I trust it like this all the time here, but. I'm just going to speak into what I'm feeling, and oh, this, this afternoon, you know, I just had a good time with, with some of the leaders that were gathered, and we were just talking really out of Proverbs chapter 3, and about trusting the Lord with our whole heart, and leaning not on our own understanding, acknowledging Him in, in all of our ways. And he will direct our path. And, and, and acknowledging him is, 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 is yada. It's to know him experientially. It's to be aware of him. Huh. To praise until the spirit of worship comes. And worship till the glory comes. Wow. And then stand in awe in his presence. Be aware of him in all of our ways. And he'll direct our paths. And we talked about... Trust in the Lord with our whole heart, and, and that, <clears throat> that gives us the capacity to, to not lean on our own understanding. And our, our need to understand is, is rooted in our need to be in control. And our need to be in control is rooted in fear. But God is releasing perfect love that casts out all fear. <laughs> and He's... And, and he's primarily, in my estimation, he's casting the fear out of the bride that keeps her from standing in awe of his presence. Ah, ah. Thank you, Jesus. Ah. So, Father, we thank you for your glory. Yeah, your glory that's in this place, God. And, ah, <laughs> wow, yeah. Thank you, Father. We thank you for your glory, God. We're not gonna, we're not gonna hurry it. Wow, we're not gonna belittle it, God. We're gonna stand in awe. Wow, we're gonna stand in your glory. Thank you, Father. I also said this earlier, but the longer that that. We just run after God and see Him do more and trust Him more. Just realize increasingly that sometimes when God shows up, the only thing left to do is nothing. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> wow. He's God, amen? Well, let's just do that for a minute. <laughs> Ah, yeah, that, that's, whew, there it is. Yes. Let's let him be God in our midst. Thank you, Father. We, we exalt you, Papa. Thank you, Father. <laughs> More. Thank you, Father. Mm. Holy, 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 
holy, holy, holy, holy, holy, holy, holy, holy, holy, holy, holy. Ah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father. Thank you, Father. just see <clears throat> thank you Lord for just pouring oil on people's heads right now God thank you for pouring oil thank you for pouring oil thank you <laughs> oil those hinges God <laughs>
I don't, I don't think I've ever quite seen what, I, what I'm seeing right now. And it's, it's simple, but it feels profound at the same time. And as I mentioned already, I saw, I saw the Lord pouring oil on people's heads. But then, I, but then, as I was just waiting longer, I just saw the Lord feeding each of us baked cakes, like not our not our sweet cakes, but biblical, like the the the, the baked, the bread, the, the cakes, and in I feel like He's saying, "Wow!" That He's saying He's anointing you for the task ahead. Wow. Wow, and, and wow, to eat so that you can run and not grow weary. Wow, oh. how, oh. oh. yes, to eat, 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 eat. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to say it that many times. <laughs> eat, <laughs> eat so that you can run and not grow weary. And I feel like that, uh, wow, just, I feel like some of us are just supposed to just, Whatever that looks like, just to eat, just a prophetic act, whatever, just receive from the Lord. Just take that that baked cake, spiritually speaking, and wow. And I, whew, I feel like that there's a grace. <clears throat> I feel like there's a lot of people in the room that have been that have been uh, crying out. They've been asking for for regional transformation and, and regional breakthroughs and. And and well, for God to, to visit for God to visit your cities and your areas and, and, and this area with with regional breakthrough and regional transformation and wow <clears throat> wow Jesus you know Jesus said I can only do what I see the Father doing <laughs> wow wow <sighs> I can I can only tell you what I feel like the, the, the Father is doing and releasing in the Spirit. Wow, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Papa, for the spirit of refreshing. So I do want to speak to that um, a bit if I can. And whew, man, thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Just so you're aware what, uh, uh, what we brought with us um, in the way of resource, if you want that. You know, it's just what what you feast on. It determines how you grow, and there's there's you know, an infinite amount of good stuff out there, but you know more to feast on, so that you can run and not grow weary. <clears throat> but uh, this is called living with supernatural expectancy, and uh, I mentioned it this morning, but <clears throat> I felt like it was appropriate for tonight too, and. That God is releasing a, a, a renewed and a refreshed realm of our of our expectancy. That God is that God is taking us out of the place where we feel confined to our own abilities, where we confined to what we can do in our own effort, where we even feel confined just to what we've seen God do up to this point. What we've seen him do in the past, but he's releasing a renewed, a refreshed expectancy. That carries the faith of, of heaven on it. Not because we have to do it, but because we have the ability to believe that He wants to do it. Anybody believe that God's in a good mood? 
Anybody believe that, that God loves rich men? <laughs> Anybody believe that revival was God's idea? <laughs> that that God, wants to, God wants to do it, and God wants to transform the region even more than we want to see the region transformed, and God wants to move powerfully and wonderfully through you even, even more than you want to see Him move through you. <laughs> Wow. Can we take, let's take a big step back from there even. And let's, and let's just put it this way. God wants to be with you even more than you want him to be with you. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Wow. And since revival was God's idea from the very beginning, the, uh, the good news is that we don't have to twist his arm to come and get him to do what was his idea in the first place. <laughs> wow. But as we renew our, our expectancy, that that, that, that actually is the, the platform of faith that invites God to come. So we have the ability in our renewed minds, our renewed perspective, to create a realm of expectancy that we don't have the responsibility to fulfill. That was a good word. I'm not going to go into it, but uh, who needs this? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was afraid to give it to anybody else. <laughs> wow. Come on, that's right. Hunger never goes unnoticed in the kingdom. This is called operating from God's supernatural peace. Colossians 1.19 says, it, it pleased the Father that in Him all the fullness should dwell and to reconcile all things. Say all things. All things to himself, through himself, whether things in heaven or things on earth, having made peace through the blood of his cross. I uh, go into it all, but, but that word peace there really carries a connotation of two, two pieces, two, two halves being set at one together again, which creates wholeness. And so really that God, that it actually brings the Father pleasure to restore things to the way they were in the, in the garden before sin ever entered the picture. Yes. <sighs> Come on, Jesus. <laughs> it gives Him pleasure. <clears throat> How many people believe that there was no sickness in the garden before the fall? That there was no pain there was no disease, there was no poverty, there was no divorce. Uh, like it gives God pleasure to see these things restored. <laughs> wow, thank you, Father. Operating from, from, from God's supernatural peace, who would like this one? <clears throat> All right, here you go, because it matches your shirt. <laughs> this one is called Carrying the Anointing, Three Ways We Carry... God's presence, it's really, it's really practical training on increasing and partnering with the, with the anointing, the, the, the tangible uh, realms of breakthrough in God. This is called authority to stay free from sickness, and it's actually a follow-up to our um, uh, <coughs> practical training for walking in healing power that's uh, part of our healing rooms training. And uh, this is a follow-up because we like not just to see people get healed, but we like to see them stay healed. 
<laughs> and so we actually created this teaching, Chris Gore and myself, on, um, and we actually spent, uh, we purposely spent a season pressing into God, like, God, what are you saying about this? Like, how do we, how do we increase these realms specifically where, where people get breakthrough, keep breakthrough, and people, and, and people, us, all of us, we, we learn how to create realms where, where the breakthrough isn't even needed as much in the first place, because we're, we're living in realms of, uh, divine health and revelation, so that's there. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> I wanna I wanna tell some tell some stories, and then and then I feel like I have um, a prayer of impartation as much as anything um, to tonight. And wow, how many people just are hungry for for regional breakthrough and transformation and. Yeah, I could just feel it in the room. Like there's something just hovering here. And oh. <laughs> partnering with God is just fun. Amen. <laughs> when we get out, when we get outside of ourselves, we get out of our box. We get into God. Amen. And the wild, crazy things just start to happen. That we're like, whew, I don't know how that happened. Good thing, uh, good thing uh, I've given it all to you because I really don't understand what's going on right now, but it's good. <clears throat> and uh, I actually, yeah, I feel a little funny because it's my first, first night with you. You don't know me too well, but I'm feeling this like this unction of God. I'm like, God, how crazy can I get the first night? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure where to go. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> if you don't like it, just remember it's now your fault, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like there's this, there's this thing for, there's this thing for regions, and there's this thing for, for grace that God's opening up right now, and uh, we don't, the good news is we don't make it happen, we get to partner with His desire to see it happen. <laughs> Those are two very, very different things. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Oh, so some pretty wild things have happened that I just get to share with you a little bit of. And um, I don't even know why I'm thinking of this story right now. But uh, several years ago, we were in Southern California doing, doing a meeting with, with some friends. And after the meeting, it's a, a night meeting like this, after the meeting we went back to the pastor's house just to have some fellowship and some refreshments. And his wife hadn't been at the service. She was at home, you know, and had things prepared for us when we got there. And so we walk in the door, and I walk, when, when she opens the door for us and we all walk in, I see her, she sees me, and, and we're each like, oh, hey, how's it going? It's good to see you. But, but wait, where do I know you from? And we were like this, you know, that moment, you see somebody you recognize, but you're like, I know you, but where do I know you from? And so we spent a minute, I'm like, oh, you must have been up to Reading, to Bethel, we must have met up there. She's like, no, I've never been up there. And she's like, oh, but you were at such and such conference. And I'm like, no, I wasn't there. And, and we go back and forth for a while, like, I know that I know you. Where have we met before? And she's like, ah, I don't, uh, uh, we, we couldn't figure it out. So finally we let it drop, and we're having refreshments. Now, get, you gave me permission to be crazy, right? So... Here we go. So <clears throat> we're having refreshments and, uh, you know, hanging out. 
And about 20, 30 minutes later, she goes, she jumps up from the table and goes, oh my goodness, I know where I've met you. And she runs in her bedroom, and she grabs her journal, and she comes out with her journal. <clears throat> she opens up her journal, she starts fl- she's flipping through her journal. She goes to a page six months before, and she's got this all in her journal. Six months earlier, she was in her den and at night, two o'clock in the morning one night, and she's praying for revival to hit her region. And, and these seven angels come in her den, and they make a semicircle around her. And the center angel looks just like me, <clears throat> steps forward to her, says, My name is Joaquin, and I've come to release healing in the region. And then begins to prophesy over her how she's to partner with the release of healing in the region. That was my reaction, too. <laughs> now, she's, she's, she's a bit of an artist, so she actually had... This, you got to put yourself in my shoes. This is trippy. She's got me drawn in her journal. She's got my face. She's got me drawn in the journal, except for it was the angel, but it was like me. She's got me, and I had a short beard at the time. It's got, the angel's got the beard. I'm like, this is crazy. And, you know, so my mind was kind of blown at the moment. It wasn't until a bit later that we're, like, driving home, and, I, and I'm realizing, like, I don't understand at all, but it, it would at least make sense why she would recognize me. Exactly. I'm all, how, why, how, why, how do I recognize her? I don't know. I don't get it. But I gave permission to encounter a God outside of my box. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. <clears throat> oh, thank you, Jesus. Well, yeah, thank you. Think, things that we don't understand. And how many people know that breakthrough releases more breakthrough? And faith releases more faith. And, and sometimes I, I think that, we, that, that when we start to dream with God, that sometimes the dream can be so big it, it scares us. And we're like, I don't know where to start. I don't, I don't, I don't know the first thing to do, so I'm just going to do nothing. <laughs> and in some sense, that's okay. But at the same time, like we just, we just need to take a step. We just need to take a bite. We just need to, we just need to go for it because it's God who's going to do it. It's God's heart. It's his plan. It's his desire. We don't have to have it all figured out from the beginning. Amen. Hmm. So as it, it's, again, I'm like, it's the first night. I don't know, but it's okay if I just kind of prophesy with some stories and and see and see what happens, but um, several years ago, nine years ago, we go to the same the same uh, city uh, in Nebraska every year. We've gone for nine years in a row now, and uh, have seen phenomenal things happen and just favor like, and uh, <clears throat> it's literally it literally went from ministering to a church to a city to ministering to a state. And we go every year, and we take about 30 
uh, 25 to 30 people, and we will split up in teams, like six teams, and we'll literally minister over the entire state uh, in like a 10-day period of time, and and do like 40 church services, and radio interviews, and outreaches, and you name it, like like just the entire state just just gets blasted. You said earlier, and it, it's phenomenal. And the the miracles that have grown on themselves year after year after year, because faith does release more faith. Amen. Just phenomenal things happening, and you know, like, the the point is that, that it didn't it didn't start this way, but it, it just grew. The momentum built on itself, but phenomenal things happening. I remember probably about the third year we were there. Um, we prayed for this, this girl, she was 12 years old, and she was deaf in her, <clears throat> in her right ear. In fact, I didn't even pray, I saw, I saw my friend praying, but a friend of mine prayed for her, he just put his hand up to her ear to pray, and her deaf ear popped open. Now that's awesome, like, it wasn't a long, big prayer, he just like went up to pray, and her deaf ear popped open. Now that's amazing, she, she's 12, like, that's amazing, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I came back the next year and uh, and she comes up to me and she's like, do you remember me? And I was like, yeah, of course I remember you. How's your ear doing? And she's like, oh, I've been to the doctor six times in the year since you guys, I think she said six times or six different doctors, something like that, in the, in the year since you guys were here last time. I'm like, really? Why is that? Can, can you still hear out of your ear? She says, yeah, I can hear. I can hear perfectly out of my ear. I said, well, why have you been the doctor? She said, because the reason I was deaf in the first place is because I didn't have an, an eardrum. And she said, and I still don't have an eardrum, and they can't figure out why I can hear perfectly. Whoa! Jesus! Come on, Jesus! <laughs> she's now she's now obviously she's 13 this year you know and she's she's this she's this artist seer girl she's phenomenal you know and uh, she like does art on stage and all this stuff and she's awesome well the last night we were doing a fire tunnel, and we're praying for people. And she's coming through the fire tunnel. She's the sweetest little girl. She's like coming through the fire tunnel. And she stops next to me, and she goes, oh, by the way, you know when you were on stage tonight, you had an angel that was standing just next to you, and he looked exactly like you, had a beard and everything. I pulled her out of line. I said, come here. We got to talk. Tell me more about this. <laughs> it, it, gets, it gets better. <laughs> so we keep going. Faith releases more faith and breakthrough releases more breakthrough. Wow. Is anybody in the mood for some breakthrough? And, uh, and we keep going, you know, year after year, and uh, phenomenal things happen. Uh, maybe I'll tell more tomorrow. I don't know. I mean, state laws, statewide laws change in Nebraska. Like, crazy stuff happens. But one particular year, we're, we're there, and this was, this was three and a half years ago. We were there, 
and our teams had just gone to outreach. You know, all these teams were out and took people, and we went to the streets, and we came back, and people were testifying, and <clears throat> it, would, it would take too long to tell the whole story, but I'll just say it this way. During this time, we all of a sudden, we felt this prophetic unction that, like, we need to take our whole team to the local hospital. And I say local hospital, it's actually a seven-story tall regional medical center. And it was built, it was built <clears throat> to serve the whole region. And so we're like, oh, we just, we just fell from God. Like, well, we just got to stop what we're doing. Like, it wasn't on the schedule. It wasn't part of the agenda. But we're like, oh, I think God's speaking. Like, we just, let's stop everything we're doing. We got the church, we got them to bring the church bus around. We put the whole team on the bus. This year it was 28 of us. We put all 28 of us on the bus, we go to the local hospital, and we split up in pairs. We go through every, every entrance, you know, side door and whatever, because, you know, if you mob in there 28 people, you might raise some suspicion, you know. So we go in there, and, and we go in there to pray through the hospital, and we, like, like, God, we, like God spoke. Not an audible voice, but this prophetic unction, and, like, these things happen. We're like, oh, God wants us to go to the hospital. And so we go carrying this, this expectancy. Wow. And carrying the presence. <laughs> wow. Does anybody love the presence of Jesus? Wow. <laughs> These two ladies love the presence of Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, when it comes time for impartation, I know where to point my cannon. All right, there we go. <laughs> so we just we just we just carrying the presence of God. And how many people know that God is better at His job than we are at ours? I don't. Uh, <laughs> He's really good at healing people. I'm still trying to figure it out. And, uh, but we go in with this ex- expectation, like, oh, we're going to see God do some really cool stuff. Like, he wouldn't send the whole team here uh, unless he intends to do something phenomenal. And we'd seen some phenomenal things in the past, so we had some history, like, this is going to be awesome. And so we go, and we cover the entire hospital, seven floors of the hospital, every, every nook and cranny of this floor, and, and out of the whole team of 28 people we only got to pray for three people and nobody nobody saw any any instantaneous miracles like nobody saw anything happen like we were expecting to see and it was we all like people are coming back getting on the bus and like oh did you see anything happen no did you no and more teams get on the bus hey what happened oh nothing really like more teens get on the bus. You see anything happen? No, we didn't even get to pray for anybody. Like, and we're just like scratching our heads. Like, what just happened? Did we just miss it? Did we just completely miss it? I don't get it. And out of out of <clears throat> the three people that we did get to pray for, and I mean, out of twenty-eight of us, we got to actually lay hands on three people. One of them was a young boy who was in the hospital. For they weren't sure what was wrong with him, but he was on oxygen. Been in there a week, was on oxygen, and and he was getting worse. And the team went in, prayed for him. Don't see anything happen. They leave. But the next day, the mom calls us and says, 
and says from the hour that your team came and prayed, they had to turn the oxygen down every hour till within less than 24 hours later, they had sent him home completely well. Come on, Jesus! Now, how many people know if that's all that happens, that's well worth it? Sending 28 people, look, a young boy who's, who's uh, you know, close to dying, he's not going to die anymore, like, and it, oh. <laughs> the thing I love about miracles is it's not just the miracles themselves, it, you know, it's not, it's not just, oh, the boy got better, that's amazing, it's that the boy now gets to live, and his mother and his father get to have all those Christmases with him. That he gets to grow up and, and meet his, his godly wife and get married and have kids and like all, this, all those amazing things. Like, like generations are affected. Yeah. Oh. And so we're like, God, you know, I remember in the bus, in the bus, we don't, we don't, we don't get to understand. We don't, we don't reserve the right to understand. I remember in the bus with the team going, we don't understand. This is before we found out, boy, God, we don't understand. So before we let the bus driver take off, I'm like, we don't understand what just happened, but let's give God praise because he's amazing. And we just gave God praise like the most incredible things just happened. So we gave God praise, and we get the call the next day about the boy. Well, the day after that, we get a call from a nurse who works at the hospital. And I actually have, have the voicemail saved that she left. But she's... She said, you're never going to believe what's happened. She's like, since, you've, since your team came in, came in and prayed through the hospital on Saturday, 52% of the patients have gotten up and gone home, checked themselves out and gone home. Come on, Jesus! Fifty-two, and she 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 works in the, the records and in, intake department. So she tracks the flow of patients in and out. So it wasn't fifty percent; it was fifty-two percent of the patients. And her unsaved boss, who when they were going through the charts and they were realizing what ha, what was going on, her boss was like, "I don't understand what's happened. It's as if all these people got miraculously healed and went home." <laughs> Now, but wait, it gets better. Two days after that, we get a call from the same nurse. And she says the hospital is now 80% empty. Did did I mention yet that it was a seven-story tall hospital? That's three and a half floors of people who just unexplainably get up and check themselves out and go home. But but it gets better. (laughs) This was was October, three years ago, going on four years ago, and... And it was October, and so the hospital administration, they start having emergency meetings. (laughs) 
80% of their patients just gone. And here's the, here's the amazing thing. No new patients were coming in. Like, like, I, like I remember this, this one specifically. Um, well, now I say specific. I'm like, I got the numbers right. In this range, the, the, the cardiac in department, they would, get, they would get 12 check-ins a day, people coming in for different stuff. In those, in those four or five days that it, you know, it went from full to 80% empty, they had had zero people check into the department. Wow. So the administration is having these meetings going, can somebody please tell me what has happened? We don't know what to do. Our hospital is empty. This, this feels like an emergency. <coughs> Opportunity for a renewed mindset there. But, <coughs> but you know, their, their response liter- literally was this. <coughs> this was the third week of October, third weekend of October. <coughs> and they're like, we don't understand what's happened. There's that statement again. We don't understand what, what's happened, but just, let's just hold tight because winter is on the way. And that's always our busiest season. Our hospital will be full again in no time. Let's just, let's not freak out too much. Let's hang tight. But the hospital stays 80% empty through end of October and into November. Through November into December. Through December into the new year. It stays 80% empty January, February, March, April. It stays 80% empty for nine months. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 Now, you gave me permission to get out of the box. Just remember that. Just remember that, okay? So, so there's more. <laughs> so after, after nine months or so, eight or nine months, it starts, it starts to build back up. Over about a four-month period of time, it builds back up till it actually reaches full capacity again. So the 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 hospital is full, it's buzzing, everything's happening, and <clears throat> the only problem is that it was it was our it was the next year's time for our team's visit. <laughs> now here's. <laughs> Here's the craziest part of the story, the craziest part to me. This is, this is like the part like, I understand how you recognize me, I don't understand how I recognize you. It's, it's like that. The next year the team comes back for their visit, but the next year the team doesn't even go to the hospital. The day the team lands in the airport, the rate of the hospital drops by over 50%. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Well, yeah, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yeah, Jesus Jesus loves to come wherever there are hungry hearts. (laughs) You know. I just, I just, I'd like to, I'd like to stop and say, you know, that in all the crazy stuff that we've seen happen, at the same time, you know, I've prayed for headaches that didn't get healed. 
You know, I've prayed for I've prayed for what we would call the littlest things. You know, I've prayed for big things that, that didn't get healed. I've prayed for I've prayed for people that that we're close to. You know, I've contended for people with people for months, and and you know, some of them have passed away, and you know, we don't have it all figured out, but we do have a phenomenally good God, <laughs> and revival is His idea. And I don't have to have it all figured out, <laughs> but I'm growing in my process of, of trusting him and apprehending all that he's, all that he's made available. And I literally, I, I wouldn't even know how to count the number of miracles that we have seen. I mean, thousands upon thousands upon thousands all over, all over the nations. Uh, it's it's amazing, but at the same time, you know, as I was the director of the healing ministries at our church for, for uh, six and a half years, and, you know, I, you know, I love to tell people, there's a good chance that I've prayed for more people who haven't been healed than you've ever prayed for people. <laughs> That's sinking in a little bit. <laughs> In all the all the thousands upon thousands, thousands and thousands and thousands of miracles we've seen, the chances are I may have prayed for more people who haven't been healed than you've ever prayed for people. It's not our job to be perfect, because He is. We don't we don't have to have it all figured out. To, to, to take the first step. We don't have to have the whole game plan worked out just to start running, just to know that he is good, just to, just to say yes and see what happens, just to take a risk and celebrate what he does. Amen? And I feel like, I feel like that tonight God is, not, God is not just releasing a yes, I feel like he's releasing a certain type of yes certain type of yes in our hearts and in John 15 I just want to read some of John 15 to you mm. I guess I forgot to mention that that that's uh, that second that second visit is uh Two and a half years ago, and, and the hospital is still pretty much empty. Wow. <laughs> Two and a half years, the hospital is still pretty much empty. They've, they've actually closed down entire wards, shipped out departments, entire departments to other hospitals. Entire wings of the seven-story tall hospital are closed down. Wow, I if I if I had the whole session just to talk about that, I, I, I have stories of the miraculous provision that he's that he's provided for the staff and the employees there. I know a lot of people start thinking that instantly, which is legitimate. But I mean, supernatural stuff like like the lady who who called and gave us the the report, you know, reports of the you know the the patients leaving and. You know, they downsized her department, 
And so her job went away with, you know, all these other stuff. And people are getting shipped to other departments. And people are getting raises out of this whole thing. It's just cr- it's crazy how it actually has played out. But her specifically, her job goes away. And so the one department in the, in the hospital that is thriving is labor and delivery. <laughs> They're like, we got babies coming out of the woodworks. <laughs> we don't have too many sick people, but we got a lot of babies. So they're, they're hiring in that department, and so she's one of 99 applications for this, for the one, this one job that, that, that she wants, and uh, she ends up getting it with, with more money, better hours, and her own office. Come on, Jesus! <clears throat> oh, man. You gave me permission to be out of the box, so I, oh, I, I've just done story time tonight. I don't, do, do you know? Do you know this nurse? This nurse. I've just given up on the message, <laughs> but but this this nurse who you know called uh, that I'm talking about called and gave us the reports and all that. That a couple years before this all happened, one of the trips we were there. She's actually a brand new believer at this point, like brand new, like a couple months old. And we're doing treasure hunts. If you heard of treasure hunts, you know, you pray and ask God, you know, who the treasures are. And you take teams out and you go and do that. So we're doing treasure hunts. And somebody brings her to the, to the session that, you know, we're doing the training for the people. They bring her late. So she comes like the last five minutes. New believer, a few months old in the Lord. She comes to the session, and she comes up, like, apologetically, like, oh, I just got here. I don't really know what's happening. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to participate. I said, oh, of course you can. Just jump in my group. I'll explain it to you as we go. And she's like, uh, no, I was trying to say, like, I, I don't want to participate. <laughs> like, like, this stuff all scares me. Like, I haven't known the Lord that long. I don't, even, I don't know about any of this stuff. Like, I just... I just don't want to do it. I said, oh, just jump in my group. It'll be fine. <laughs> so, you know, we're in the group, and, you know, people are, people are praying, and they're asking God their treasures, and she's like, I don't know what to do. And I said, just pray and, and ask God who he wants to touch. Like, like get some details, you know. And she's like, I, I, don't, I, I, can't, I can't do that. Like, I, I don't hear from God. And, and I'm, like, I'm like, sure you do. It's easier than you think. And she's like, no, I, I can't do this. And I'm like, I, like tell you, I said, I tell you what. Just do me a favor and make up five things. Just invent them, put them down on the piece of paper, and, uh, and you'll just go out with us, and you'll just watch, but you just go out with us. And she's like, and you know, we have this wrestle, and finally she just gets, you know, she just gives up and says, fine, whatever. And so she goes to the corner and she like writes down five things. She comes back, and she's got on her paper, she's got, she's got a uh, Walmart, She's got customer service counter. She's got the name uh, Rhonda, heavy set, eyeglasses, problem with a teenage daughter. And I'm like, I was pretty good for making it up. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but I made these up, so we are not using mine. You know, the team's now gathered around. We're all comparing notes. She's like, we cannot use these because I made these up. I said, that's great. How about we start with yours? 
So we go to Walmart. We go to the customer service counter. And she's like, she's so nervous. It's awesome. It's so cute. I mean, I still get nervous sometimes. So we're kind of like, you know, we're hovering around over here where we could see the customer service counter. We're like, yep, there's a customer service counter. And so, you know, we get closer, and there's this, there's this kind of heavyset lady there, and, and she's got glasses on. And we're like, oh, wow, okay. Like, so we get closer, and her name tag says Rhonda. <laughs> and we're, I'm like, look at that, look at that. That's amazing. The team is all blown away. She's like, oh, my goodness. And she's like, ah, oh, my goodness. And so I'm like, come on, let's go talk to Rhonda. And so we go, we start talking to Rhonda, and we show her the, you know, the list, and we're like, you know, we believe you're our treasure. And, we're going, and she's like, this is amazing. And, and, and so we get to the point, we're like, do you have a problem with your teenage daughter? By any, do you have a teenage daughter that you're having problems with by any chance? And she's like, oh, no, I don't, I don't even have a teenage daughter. I, she goes, oh, I think you might mean that, Rhonda. Just, you know, the storage room, the door was open. There was another kind of heavy-set lady with eyeglasses named Rhonda in the storage room. <laughs> and she, so she calls her over. Like, you think I'm making this stuff up? I am not. I was there. It happened. So he calls the other Rhonda over, and we're, now we're blown away. Two heavy-set Rondas wearing eyeglasses at the customer service counter at Walmart. We're like, what is going on? So we're talking to her, and we're like, you have a teenage daughter, and you're having some, and she's like, yeah, like tears. And she's like, yes, oh, you know. And so we, uh, we start ministering to her, and she's just rocked that God would know her situation. Like, crazy, just, oh man, God just here, and we're praying, and just like, oh, just love encounter moment, and, and so now, this, the, the nurse lady, who, her name's Cassie and, and Rhonda, they're hugging, like, oh, you know, <laughs> and uh, it's phenomenal, and as they're hugging, her teenage daughter, with like four or five of her friends, all walk in the store. And she's got like, you know, kind of the goth thing going on, like, you know, all the piercings and all the, you know, black and all that stuff. And, you know, her mom's cried, you know, and, the, and their teenage daughter walks in. And she's like, Mom, what's going on? And we're like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> so we end up we end up getting a prophesy over her and all her friends and uh, she rededicates her life and her friend her friends get born again her friends get born again at the customer service counter of Walmart <laughs> wow we we want the god who's outside of our box yeah we want the god who's who's outside of our box. Thank you, Jesus. I don't have it all figured out. I mean, it's easy to stand up here and, and tell your highlight stories. And, you know, it's, it, fortunately, we've got, we've got a few of them. But we've got all the, like, I, I, you know, I prayed 200 times and still it didn't happen. And, you know, months of contending or Whatever the case is, we don't have to be perfect. He is.
Revival was not our idea. <laughs> Revival was not our idea. We didn't think it up. It wasn't us who said, you know what would be a good idea? It'd be a good idea if God came to earth, brought his kingdom with him, and just shook the whole thing up, transformed it, and just caused everybody to fall in love with him. You didn't wake up and have that original thought. That was God's idea in the first place. You know what else wasn't our idea? You know what would be awesome? If I was just a vessel that God put his spirit into me, and I became the mouthpiece of God, and he just moved wonderfully and powerfully through me, that would be a really good idea. I think I'm going to take it to God and see what he says. No. That <laughs> Don't be offended. <laughs> That, that wasn't our idea either. We don't have to twist God's arm to get him to come and do what was his idea in the first place. God wants to do it. God wants to do it even more than we want him to do it. Ah, wow. Thank you, Jesus. John 15, John 15, <clears throat> verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. I, I love what the Bible says. Anybody love what the Bible says? And there's, there's some verses that I'm like, I love, as, I love it as much for what it says as for what it doesn't say. And what it doesn't say is those, those who try and bear a lot of fruit will bear a lot of fruit. Somebody say, come on, Jesus, to that one. What it doesn't say <laughs> is those who try and bear a lot of fruit. Why? Because that's the way we've been trained in the world. But the ways of the kingdom are not only upside down from the ways of the world, but they're superior to the ways of the world. Yeah. But what does it say? It says, those who abide in me. And I in them. They will bear much fruit. Oh, huh. I'm the vine and you are the branches. Oh, he's a good God. <laughs> it, it's who he is. It's his nature. It's not something that he turns off and on. It's not something he chooses to be sometimes. It's who he is. <laughs> and, and because he's good and because his presence is him, it's impossible to have his presence come and not have good things happen. <laughs> Do you know what I love is that that Saturday morning three and a half years ago in Nebraska, I didn't wake up that morning thinking, I'm going to have a hospital clear out today. <laughs> well, I just woke up going, oh, I have a really good God. I wonder what you're up to today, God. <laughs> Whatever it is, I, just let me play. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Oh. <clears throat> abide, in, abide in me and I in, in him. Start over. 
I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. Verse 7, if you abide in me, and my word abides in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. As my Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. Verse 11, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Thank you, Jesus. 15, no longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. Oh, I think that's amazing and that's rich. But I actually want to land on the next verse, verse 16, where, 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 where Jesus wraps this, this flow of thought, this, this invitation, if you will, this promise. In verse 16, the very next verse, it says this, you did not choose me. <laughs> yeah, this, it wasn't your idea. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. Wow. (laughs) That whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. But access into that starts with the revelation that we didn't choose God he chose us and in the choosing all we had to do is say yes God all right I surrender all here I am I choose to trust you with my whole heart and to lean not on my own understanding and he says in my choosing you I also appointed you past tense. (laughs) It already happened. Don't wonder when it's going to happen. It already happened. I've appointed you to go and bear how much fruit? Much. Much fruit. And that your fruit shall remain. And in this, his father is glorified. Wow. So that whatever you ask the father in my name, that he will do for you. Mm. Now, I, as I've said many times, I don't have it all figured out. And, and the Holy Spirit is not a vending machine. It's not I put a quarter in and I get to choose what pops out. But I get to abide in Him. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Jesus. In fact, it would be really scary if just everything that I that I said that I just it just happened like that, because my tendency to feel like I was in control would it would skyrocket. <laughs> I don't get to choose, but I do get to trust. And as I abide in Him, and He in me, and He in you, we get to bear much fruit the type of fruit that remains. And I feel like God, God, 
everybody in this room has already said yes to God. But I feel like that I feel like that there's the yes to saying, "All right, God, I make you king," but there's also the yes that says, "All right, God, I give you permission to be the God outside of my box." I give you permission to be the God that does more than I could think or imagine. And I feel like in the same way that the, we, have to, we have to make a decision, we have to step over this line, there's that moment where you're like, okay, God, I give you my life, here it is, I say yes. There's a moment where you're like, God, just, just, being, just having one foot in the door isn't enough. God, I want to give you the yes that says, I want to jump out of my box. I want to, I want to do the ultimate trust fall, so to speak. I want to get out of my box and I want to jump into your arms. Wow. 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 More than we could think or imagine. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, Jesus, I don't know what you're up to, but I could tell it's really good. <laughs> wow. And, and in saying yes, you, you might not wake up tomorrow going, oh, today's the day hospitals clear out. But you get to wake up tomorrow and spend another day abiding in his goodness. And you get to spend another day with a renewed expectancy like, oh, this is the moment that he gets to display just how good he is. Wow. How many people know he always comes to back up his word? One of the simplest keys to increase, to increase breakthrough is just getting really good at declaring he is good. His word, his word never returns void. And if that's true, then by his own decree, every time that we declare he's good, that he, that he has to come and back it up. By his own decree. Wow. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> I don't always get to choose what it looks like. Oh, wow. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just invite you. Wow. Thanks, Father. We don't, we don't have to invite you. You're already here. We just thank you for being here. And God, I... I wow. God, I, I thank you that I don't even fully comprehend what I'm saying, but I can feel that you're doing something in the region, God can feel you're doing something you're releasing something god that we're going to see the fruit of in the next year two five ten years from now wow thank you father i thank you that that you that you inhabit the praise of your people god i thank you that you're building up your throne god on, on the radical given worship praise adoration that goes up in this place wow so, Father, I thank you for those who, who just want to live outside of their box. If that's you, I'm just going to invite you to stand up.
Whoa. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, can you put some, some worship on in the back there? Thank you, Jesus. Wow. I can pray, but I just want you just to tell them, just in your own words, just, wow, just tell them, God, thank you that revival was your idea. And using, and using me to bring it to pass was your idea. So God, I say yes. Go ahead, just tell him. Say yes. So give him, give him the type of yes that, that gives gives him permission to break open your box. Wow, to pull down the walls, just to springboard you into his arms. Wow, into his presence. Those those who abide in him. Those who abide in him. Wow. Yeah, they will bear much fruit. Yeah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Can we put some, like, worship? Just to worship on. Thank, thank you. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to the Holy Ghost hoedown. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to... I'm gonna pray. So and and David and and uh, and team Sarah, you guys are here. And just feel free to join in. And, wow, yeah, I know it's late, so there's no more message. Just gonna pray and, and see what else God wants to do in, in the realm of ministry. But if you need to slip out, please feel free to do that. Wow, but Father, I thank you, God. I thank you, God. God, I thank you for the opportunity even to share something that feels that feels so big, God, that it's on the tip of my tongue, but I, but I really, I'm like, God, I don't even understand. I just, I'm just following after you, God. I'm just chasing after you, God. <laughs> wow. And God, it, there must be a reason why you have me telling stories that I don't even understand. The first night these people have met us, God, God, I don't, I don't understand the angel in the den. I don't understand, God. Wow. But if you're doing something, Father, we want to say yes. Father, if you're releasing something in the region, Father, we want to say yes, Father. God, we want the anointing. We want the anointing, God. We want the anointing. We want the anointing. We want the power. We want the breakthrough, God. We want the grace, Father. Whoa, we want the fire, God. Whoa, fire, God. Fire, God. <laughs> wow. Wow, fire, God. In, in, fire, God. More. Fire, God. In Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, come. Just fill this place. Well, fill this place. Baptize us. Wow! With a new level of freedom. Baptize us with a new level of freedom. With a new level of grace, God. Baptize us, Father, with your anointing. Baptize us with your fire, God. Wow! Baptize us with your kingdom, Father, in Jesus' name. Show 
you for the grace. The grace, the grace. Wow, the grace to do more than we could think or imagine, Papa. The grace to do more than we could think or imagine. Wow. Wow. Uh, I want to I ask you this. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask you this. Please, please put your hand on your heart for me right now. Wow. Wow. Abide in me. Abide in me and I in you. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Abide in me and I in you. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I really, sometimes, I love the shouting, but it can't just be out of principle. There's an opportunity right now some of us to give him a yes like never before and it's between you and the Lord he who abides in me and I in him will bear much fruit Revelations 3 20 says behold I stand at the door and knock behold I stand at the door and knock And he who opens the door, I will come in and I will dine with him. And that word dine there is actually, it actually means this. I will make him to share in my most blissful and intimate contact. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Whoever opens the door... I will come in and dine with them. Or I will come in and I will cause them to share in my most blissful and intimate contact. Thank you, Papa. Thank you that you're good. Come, Holy Ghost. Come, Holy Ghost. Come, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing in the room right now.
feel such a strong, just a, just a, God wants to display himself and his goodness this weekend. And we're going we're gonna to take time tomorrow night and really go after it. But I feel like even now, I feel like through the hips, I feel like this thread of the presence of God going through somebody's hips right now. Wow. Is there no, there's somebody here that that makes sense to you. The hips, the pelvis bone, kind of through both sides. You just need God to touch you there. Yeah. These two. Wow. If you're near them, you just put a hand on them. And, uh, I don't want you to. I don't want you to do anything other than just release the goodness of God. Just release the presence of God right now, in Jesus. Alright, here's here's what I want you to do. I want you to I want you to I want you to get together with about three people. Just I just want you to grab some people around you. I just want you to pray. I want you to pray for each other. Pray for their yes to increase. Pray for their yes to increase. And anybody and anybody who feels like I've had a struggle. I've had a struggle to release, to say yes to God in this measure. Now is your opportunity just to let those people around you know right now. Wow. The love of God is just in the room. The love of God is in the room. The love of God is in the room. This is a safe place. I just want you to if your prayer is just for more, then let them pray more over you. Let them pray the expanding of his capacity over you. But, but, if, you, but if you have had hesitation, struggle, fear, any of that stuff, it's okay just to say, ah, I, need, I need help just to get out of my box. Just let those people know and to just allow them to pray with you. Yeah, right now, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father.